calling the dog with Chancy and she, and I just don't know how to uh, praise how blessed we are, how, uh, how how good our God is. Is <laughs> <laughs> all that I can say. Amen. Right now. Amen. <laughs> Because, brother, that was an Old Testament ass whooping. <laughs> That's what that was. <laughs> Holy cow. Uh, 34-7. Um, man, just so much fun. Um, we're going to get into all the details, but I just want to start it out by saying, God, I I love this. Like, this is... I had a buddy uh, mention it, I think, in our one of our uh, group chats, and... Um, this could be the year that it breaks the the chains on our hearts of like, do we start thinking about Jacksonville a little different, man? Because because <laughs> I'm just, it's this this game has just always been so rough to me. This was this was pretty incredible. So, what, what, what were your what were your immediate thoughts? So we looking back over the last five years now, we've we won four out of the last five, and I mean, when's the last time we could say that? Honestly, I think it's. It's the eighties. It had been had been early eighties. Yeah, man, this is that was a, uh, a historical beatdown um, on a uh, on, on several different fronts there. But man, yeah, we had the hundredth meeting. We played our, you know, I would say C plus maybe B game. I mean, defense brought it. Defense always brings it. They, it it's always up to the offense whether or not they're going to show up. And I think a lot of the guys end up ended up playing very well. Uh, specifically, the running backs played had a had a very good day, but man, yeah, we we go in there and play our C plus maybe B B game, and we still beat the Gators by twenty seven points. Man, that's we we are so far removed from what <laughs> we grow up with, grew up with. I mean, you and I both reference. I mean, uh, and we did in, in the la- in the last episode, we both referenced oh eight and oh nine, and just how like. That just felt like somebody was stabbing us over and over, <laughs> and and how painful that was, and how it was just like we couldn't stop. I mean, that the both of those days it seemed like our defense couldn't stop a middle school team, you know, from scoring, much less that that Florida team. And now we've got Dan Mullen just looking, making an ass clown of himself, and man, it it feels very good to beat him. Obviously, to beat University of Florida, to beat that fan base, that desp- those despicable people in this world, <laughs> and and yeah, man, I'm 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 riding a little high after the weekend. And, and we're and like I said, we're going to get into the the, the the nitty gritty here, but we just have to. There's plenty to talk about. There's plenty to discuss. But man, this is just this is so much fun. Like I was talking about it last week, how we got to enjoy this ride, mm-hmm. and the fact that we beat Auburn. Injured and hair the way that we did. Then we go to, uh, we have these. We, game day has shown up twice at home. Mm-hmm. We've just incredible blowouts on those fronts. Then we've um, we had a we've had all these things. We played Clemson in the first game, and even though we only beat them by three points, we dominated them the entire time. Uh, just this defense right now is is playing historically. And even not even on their best day, because and, and let me say this, Florida, for, for the team that they have right now, they showed up. <coughs> they they showed up and gave it yep. their they gave they, it their best shot. They played as hard. Uh, 
Yeah. And and everybody has been talking all all week and all really all season about Anthony Richardson starting the game, and you decide to start your true freshman quarterback against the best defense in the country on a neutral site. Um, great idea. <laughs> Two thumbs way, way up for that one. <laughs> when he stepped foot on that field, I was so pumped because, man, and our guys were licking their chops to get after him. Oh, yeah. And, um, and, and it was just, oh, man, uh, getting getting to see how – now, they had some yards on us. Obviously, most of those <coughs> yards came on that last drive um, or that the, the touchdown drive. I think they went like 89 yards was the stat that I was looking at. Um, and that was actually an Emory Jones drive. He had – most of their passing yards too. I think Emory, what was the? Uh, he had 112 yards passing. Richardson had he was 12 for 20 for 80, 82 y- yards and uh, two interceptions. Gotta love that stat line. Um, uh, but just defensively, our um, our discipline, the way and the and what really showed it to me is when Mullen pulled out those trick plays because you knew they were coming. Yeah, we you talked about the trick last plays week. were coming, and right. we we're just like everybody get ready for them. But you can't practice for trick plays. <coughs> Kirby even talked about it today, but uh, in his in his press conference. But man, we were so we didn't miss our assignments on those moments in those big moments. We were everywhere we needed to be, and and that really it really showed out. And I'm just I'm so proud of our guys going in, and you can tell how much this game meant to them after that game, after the game was over, just how how much this was, how special this was, and um, but our defense was uh, was lights out. Who 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 stood out? Just I would say who stood out, but like just start throwing names out and just <laughs> the, the list of, of 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 players that did not stand out is shorter than the ones that did. And I I want actually I want to sit back and, and well first of all. Player of the game, Nolan Smith, no oh doubt. The plays he made, I mean, obviously we, you know, Stetson, I mean, here's the deal. Stetson, we'll, we'll get into Stetson and JT situation like we always do. It is a, uh, a weekly segment, I guess we have. But, you know, Stetson had some, uh, the, the two picks he threw were, were, were terrible. They were they were very bad. Um, and I would say he probably had one, maybe two other bad throws. Um, but... You know, what Nolan Smith did to turn the tide and completely change the momentum after his first, after Stetson's first pick was was what changed this entire game. Because you go in there and you got a guy who's just, I mean, look, he's not doing that for, I mean, he knows he's not a Heisman contender. He's not going to be up there in the, the finalist list for the best outside linebacker in the country or whatever. The guy just goes in there and made a play. He wanted that ball in his hands more than Anthony Richardson did, and he just stole that thing out of him. And I loved how he, he also like very clearly fell down on the ground, and then he's like, get back up, and he was so pumped that he just <laughs> ran into the end zone. And they were like, did he did he score a touchdown? Or the refs were like, I guess we need to, to review this thing. <laughs> like, I mean, it was so clearly, how did none of the refs just like, Come in and be like, no, dude, this dude was lying flat on the ground whenever he stole the ball. I don't understand. But he had he had CBS convinced. Yeah, <laughs> they put they threw the touchdown thing across the bottom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and and, and honestly, hell, he had me convinced. I was like, well, I didn't see him go down. I mean, he was you know probably behind somebody, one of those ginormous guys that we have on the defensive line. But anyway, I, so that that completely changed the momentum in our favor. 
And then, I mean, was the last two and a half minutes of the second quarter, was that not the best football that you've ever seen? I mean, I just was so, it was just play after play after play after play. You know, even N'Kobe's, N'Kobe's uh, pick six was like right after Adam Anderson just harassed Richardson. Um, yeah, man, it was just, I, sorry, this is all to say, Nolan, N'Kobe, obviously those guys kind of stood out. I was actually a little, I was actually a little surprised to see that Jalen Carter really didn't have a big game. Um, I mean, he had, he made plays. I mean, he I think he had four tackles and half a sack or whatever. But I, you know, I was I was expecting him to be the terror that he's been here lately. But a guy that I want to single out as as a dude who's just played so well over the last three or four games that not he doesn't get near as much attention as some of these other guys is Quay Walker. That dude has been all over the field. He's been he's been in coverage. He's been uh, rushing the quarterback. He's been playing. I mean, he had a play where he rushed, rushed Richardson, and then they got uh, I don't know if he dumped it off or what it was, but he chased him from like 15 yards away and still made the play. I, mean, I think they got a first down, but like the guy is working his tail off to be in that position and be that be that guy that's right next to the Kobe on that defense, and he can play the every down. So anyway, I, dude, I take your pick, man. Who who who's who's on your your side? I mean. <laughs> We don't have to. Sh- we don't even have to shift to the offense yet. We can pick, pick some more guys on the defense. Well, and you you look at it, and I, I'll mention something because you you look, you look at all the guys. I mean, we 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 stop. I mean, they're they Florida's a run first team because mm-hmm. you have to be a run first team when you don't have a quarterback that can throw the ball. So it's a natural fit to be a run first team. It's just science. So, <laughs> it's just the way that that kind of stuff works, and um, and we stopped. I mean, we we we. Pretty, we pretty much stopped the run. Now, they had a couple gashes. Pierce, I mean, give the guy some credit. 27 for Florida ran his heart out. I mean, yeah. and they had some – and they were able to move some of our guys around. There were some pretty big holes there a few times that they were able to get some gashes and get some gash yards that I know our, uh, our guys were pissed about. But uh, Florida played their tail off for, for what they have. And, uh, and but, man, we were just entirely too good for them. Uh, defensive lines stepped up and just gave Richardson really nowhere to go when he had those opportunities. Now there was a couple, a couple of those fourth and shorts that we couldn't stop him on. I mean, the guy's still a huge guy. The guy's still a big, still a big football player. Right. But but man, we our discipline and one of the and he, Kirby talked about it after the game. One of the plays that I loved was uh, it was actually they they gashed us. Um, it was a blown coverage. It looked like it looked like it was Keeley's fault initially on the play i don't know if you saw that they got us down got us down the sideline it was on our sideline and um it was a blown coverage and keely's you can see keely turn around and start hollering and start yelling and kirby grabs him and pulls him over to the side and starts chewing him out and yeah. makes him sit out about two plays yeah well everybody's thinking like keely blew his coverage well kirby was talking about after the game and and kirby was like no keely did the right thing keely went where he was supposed to someone else didn't go where they were supposed to. And he yeah. was explaining the whole thing, and he was like, Keeley was trying to get on to his teammate in the middle of the game. He's like, that's my job. He's like, that's not your time to do that. That's yeah. why I sent him to the sideline. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, I, I didn't see that. Yeah, and so he after since somebody asked him about it, they were like, well, what were you telling him? And he was like, he, he was basically saying that you're – 
he was like Keely did exactly. He dropped. He went. He, it was his own play, and mm-hmm. the a guy didn't go to the right zone, and Keely went where he was supposed to, and uh, was going more towards the inside. And uh, and Keely comes back, and he you can tell he's just he's he's yelling, he's hollering, and Kirby grabs his jersey and just pulls him back and just gives just rips into him. He sits out two or three plays. I, I, and, I saw uh, that part. I just did not know the tidbit of of. Like it wasn't because he didn't do what it, he was supposed to. He he did his assignment, but then he was just starting to chew it. Now I did see him start to yell at the other guy, but I definitely thought it was like, oh man, like you like know, blaming blaming well, him for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know <laughs> and that. And so and so it was just um, it, it was one of those things that was like, I don't know. I was just seeing the intensity and just seeing what we're doing there, and but also obviously how we're how we're coaching our guys. And Kaylee's been a guy that's been playing well, and and so. Fortunately, we didn't really get them tested this this game, but it, I don't know. It was just a good, it was a, it was a moment, a good moment to see that even in those moments where our young guys are playing well, but getting those 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 coaching opportunities and um, we have so much that we can improve on. God bless you. You 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 talked about how really our, our B game across the board and our defense just stepped up in some really big moments and um, and just the whirlwind that was those two minutes before the end of the half. Um, the two, best two minutes of football I've ever watched. Period. I mean, just <laughs> you're just, you're, you're talking about instant joy. I mean, that was it, man. <clears throat> it we wasn't. Just, it was not an emotional roller coaster. It was a high the whole time. Yeah, it yeah. Was, it was incredible, and um, and it has those two minutes. I mean, obviously we 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 held them the whole game, and they scored late. And God, we wanted the shutout. God, did I want that shutout so bad? Thirty-four to nothing. So I was. I'll be honest, it it sucks to be this nitpicky, but, like, they missed two field goals earlier in the game, so I'm sitting here thinking, like, this is meant to be. Like, this is destiny. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, not so much, man. But, like, they drove the field on us, and and we're playing safe. So that's the only reason that that they were able to do that. We were not blitzing them. We were sitting back in coverage, and they were able to dink and dunk, and that's how that works. That's what Kentucky did at the end of their game, too. Uh, so it's – I mean, they did the, almost the exact same thing. It was just, you know, at the three-minute mark as opposed to the five-second mark, you know. And I'm thinking – I'm sitting there thinking, like, these boys want this so bad. I kind of thought that Kirby was going to just, like, you know, also just put, put all the starters back in there and just say, hey, hell no. Like, this is – and I don't know if he – I mean, I don't. Apparently, he's like kind of friends with Dan Mullen. I don't even like to talk about that, but I think they're kind of friends. They seemed a little friendly at the the handshake at the end of the game, so maybe he didn't want to rub it in too much. But I'm sure he probably is just like, "Hey, hey, Dan, you suck," <laughs> you know, but <laughs> like in a loving way, right? <laughs> yeah, I feel like he didn't even have to say that because uh, Dan pretty much uh, made that scoreboard. We'll, we'll, scoreboard said it all, you know. Yeah, scoreboard said it all, and then Dan just continued to uh, make a fool of himself. That I'd, I'd love to get to after we kind of get into our finish our analysis here. Talk about um, his uh, press conference here in a little bit. Actually, the press conference after the game, and then his press conference today, it just keeps getting better. Yeah. It's there's there's more and more and more, and I he, am here he for it. he's the gift that keeps on giving, and, oh. and 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 I'm here for it. Yeah, let's 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 like dive in a little bit more to the to the defense, and then get to the offense, and obviously talk about the QB thing or whatever. But uh, you know, another guy that I wanted to point out that had a really good game. I mean, Trayvon Walker had these. A sneaky good plays that I mean, 
you know, the guy did not have anything that was, he wasn't super consistent with his pressure or anything like that. And he didn't, I don't think he played near as much as, as some of those other guys on the defensive line this game, which is crazy because that guy would be playing every snap at probably every other SEC school. But I'll, I'll say this about Trayvon, you know, that Nolan Smith pick that he had, which is like an incredibly athletic play by him, was also equally athletic by Trayvon because he's mm-hmm. like, he's about, excuse me, he's about five yards away from this ball. It's thrown over the middle. He's just sitting back in a zone. Nolan Smith is playing man coverage on, I, I guess, it was, I don't know if it's running back or the tight end or something like that. So we got a outside linebacker playing man coverage, and then we got a defensive lineman who's playing a spy or something like that just sitting in the middle uh, middle zone right there. So I'm like, man, this is wild that we have these guys who aren't even defensive backs that are just breaking these passes. <laughs> like a super athletic play to break it up. And then Nolan Smith just grabs out of the air. Like he's got better hands than freaking, I don't know, like half of our defensive backs at this point. So, yeah, man. I mean, Trayvon, great play there. I mean, the defense across the board, <clears throat> we got decent pressure, but it wasn't, I think, the first quarter we were kind of got hit in the mouth a little bit, which is great because we've been talking for a long time now, Chancey. Like we needed to face a little bit more adversity, and, and finally we got it in the first half of this game. Well, and – and you and like I said, and, and and kind of going into this game, you start to think about it. It's like okay, even though I hate Florida, and I I just just there. Do you think our listeners know that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I'm gonna keep saying it. Do we have listeners? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but it's they they're always they're always tough in the trenches. Now, when it came to that LSU game. But you look at when they played LSU, they put up however many forty something points. I mean, you look at these games and they're they're running the ball well, they're doing these things. So they got a strong offensive line. So I mean, they're they're tough up front, and and really on both sides of the ball. I mean, both both offensive and defensive line for them. I don't think their defense has gotten enough credit because of how they've played so far. But I mean, they still got guys that can play, and. But on the um, on their offensive line, I mean, they held up with us for a while. But you just knew the, the thing was you don't let them score early, and we will outlast them. We will yep. outlast anybody. Right. And so you you keep it you keep the score close, and we're gonna we're gonna be able to to, to, to wear you down and, and keep you from being able to do anything that you want to do. And that was I mean that was basically what happened. It's it's a very simple strategy, <laughs> and it's uh, it works really well. Our guys are a lot better and faster than your guys, and and stronger. And that's what we got to see, and, and really our um, our defensive backs were were tested a little bit, but because of the like I said, our, it wasn't a crazy pass rush, but keeping Anthony Richardson contained, keeping him from ha- being able to do much, and just disrupting him enough, just to, just enough to keep him off balance. That's what you, that's what you want, and we, he never obviously could never find a rhythm. And uh, that's everything we could want uh, out of out of this game. But they still had a hundred. They had 161 yards um, on the ground, which is that's the most of anybody this season, isn't it? Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure it is. I was actually because we're averaging that. We're averaging like 60. We were averaging like 60 <clears throat> something yards a game on the ground, which is just just stupid. I mean, well, like you it know, doesn't even make sense. Well, you know, for the for the second week in a row, I mean, we're we're gonna our average points per game given up by this defense is going to go up. I mean, gosh, it was at 6.6 going in this game. Now it's probably going to be 6.8 or something like that. No, I this this whole time, I mean, I'm sitting here thinking like, gosh, 
you know, there there are some things that we can absolutely work on in this game, but for us to be sitting here at the end of a towards the end of a game against Florida, you know, the cocktail party, Georgia, Florida, whatever you want to call it, and we are three minutes away from a shutout and then they score their their first touchdown. I'm just I just that's the kind of stuff that we you and I, I don't know if we could have never imagined this. I think I think we thought our entire lives were going to be we're going to just be having to grit out wins against against Florida like once every three years kind of thing. And then we, this, this, this entire series is taking a turn, and, and now I feel like it's everything is going, is going our way in this series, which is great. And, and, and Dan Mullen, we hope they sign him to a lifetime contract because I knew last year when he beat us, that was, they had a very good team last year because their offense was so good. I mean, Kyle Pitts alone, and, and I mean Trask was. Trask is not was is not and will never be an NFL talent. But the guy was perfect for the college system. He's he was perfect for their system. Kyle Pitts was an incredible talent and continues to be so. And so even just that that connection alone is is pretty lethal. So like they got their best team that they've had since probably two thousand nine. And that makes sense. They won the East or whatever. And I knew from that point on, I knew we were going to get revenge this year. And I knew Dan Mullen. I mean, hell, Dan Mullen, I wouldn't be surprised if they lose another game. I wouldn't be surprised if he's if he's out of there by the end of the year. Which I really don't want him to be, as we talked about. But I wouldn't be surprised. But it's this whole, the tide in this whole thing is just completely turned. And I'm, I'm, I'm hoping we just kind of reel off, uh, you know, at least a decade of wins. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the funny thing was is when we went to, We've talked about this some, but when we started college in 2010, that was that overtime game. It was yep. we we took them the distance, and that was the shift. That was yep. the that game was the shift, and, and it slowly started to to happen after that. And um, oh man, it just it, each year it was it's become it's become a whole lot tighter, and and it's it's just going our way ever since Kirby showed up. Man, this has just been um, it's been special and. And you can, you're, I love it because now everything, like if I open up YouTube or whatever the case is, there's all this, I've been watching so much about the game here over the last week that all my, all the feeds and stuff are pushing stuff to me of like these Florida fans just like wigging out about like what the, what the hell's going on with their team? Like what's, what's happening to, what's like, why is Dan Mullen saying this? I'm eating it up. The only reason I haven't watched any of it because I don't want it to mess up any of my, any of my stuff that I that I yeah. want. I don't want any yeah. crap in my You get you got to move feet. your bra- browser history after yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's but it's just it, oh man, it, it's it's tough to it's tough to wrap your wrap, wrap your mind around just where we came from and where we are and uh and how fast it's happened, but well we, I want to save some of that, but cuz we're getting all excited and like I said, we've got this we're, we're on a on our train and and excited about uh what all, we're, what we're on, cl- on but... cloud nine right now, man. Oh I my mean, god! Like we're we're you got, you gotta enjoy this. It it yeah, and 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 I know you mentioned that earlier, but I mean, man, there's just too many people that are just trying to find, like, seeking out things to complain about with this team. And I, like I said, we're not perfect. I mean, this team has some weaknesses, but let's just enjoy the fact we are number one. We are safely number one coming into this week. And eight and zero, six and zero in the SEC. We got two more SEC games. Uh, we haven't even mentioned this, but because Kentucky lost on Saturday night, the Dogs have clinched the East 
were the SEC East champions, I guess, division champions. Which, you know, I mean, Kirby doesn't even like to talk about that. He's like, all right, yeah, we'll be in Atlanta, but, like, next game, next game. Um, so, yeah, we, we clinched the East, and you and I talked about it. We This is the soonest or earliest in the season that it's tied for the earliest that it's ever been done in a season by a division uh, team. Uh, and then also the earliest that it's ever been done in the East, because we looked at it, it tied the October 30, 30th, is the earliest that's ever been done in Auburn, 2004, and I think it was Alabama, 93, were the only other times that it's ever been done that early, uh, ever been clinched that early, the division. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, so the earliest it's ever been done in the East. And I'm, at this point, I don't think that changes anything about what we do week in, week out, and that's what I love about Kirby. So uh, we're, we are in Atlanta, and we still haven't even covered the offense yet. So anyway, <laughs> that was that was kind of my next point. Is this? It's we. It's like okay, we're we're enjoying where we're at, but now let's start let's start diving into. And we've talked a little bit about defense, but offense was um, subpar from where it needed to be for oh, yeah. for what we're for what we're looking for. And and I think what you're seeing with a lot of people uh, getting frustrated and uh, wanting more is because we are competing for a national championship. And we have got to have be able, we have to be able to put up points against the best teams in the country at a high level to be able to compete. Defense can win you championships, but you still got to put points on the board. And our offense, we were able to capitalize, uh, able to capitalize on uh, our turnovers. We converted on on all of those turnovers, um, uh, or convert on the at the end of the first half, and and really. Made, made use of those points, and we had the touchdown with James and then uh, the uh, beautiful pass to Kiaris and a heck of a catch. Good God. That was just incredible. I mean. Yeah. Dime of the throw. Best throw the Stetson's made probably all year. And then, yeah. And then a for Kiaris to be out. <laughs> did you see his tweet? He was like, no. I'm, I'm back. <laughs> he like to it. He was like, a, it was like a reply to like the the uh, highlight that Georgia football you know account put out uh, of that play, and he's just like he replied to it. He's like, I'm back. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's we we've got we've got questions that got to be answered now, and we we mentioned it is. Uh, Florida's defensive front, they, they gave us fits. We weren't able to really do everything we wanted to. Uh, quarterback play was not where we wanted it. Uh, Stetson didn't – and he that was the first thing he said. He was in the press conference after the game, and the first thing he said was, this was not my best day. This was yeah. – He's got to um, be better. He knows yeah, that. And, and, he, and he, he knows that's the case. And uh, But I think what we did get to see offensively, if we want to look at some of the bright spots, for, I, God, I was so pumped when Zeus got that touchdown. Um <clears throat> Seeing him get that was was awesome, and I was I was and I kind of talked about this this last week. I really want to feed him the ball more. We have got to give him some more consistency, get him some reps in, and when he starts to feel it, you could see <clears throat> how he starts to run different. And He's, we have got to feed him. The last couple of weeks, man. I mean, I don't know. If, I mean, if if you felt the same way, but I feel like I've seen a different Zeus the last two or three weeks. I feel like he's. Getting the ball and finding the creases and making plays. And and two things about that run. One, that was the first time this year. I mean, we got so used to it with Chubb, Sony, Swift, those guys. We got so used to it. That was the first time this whole year that we've broken a you know 30-plus yard run for a touchdown. 
you know, and 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 with Swift, I mean, crap, I mean, he did it like every other game. Uh, but I think that having that a little bit more confidence is is great for Zeus, who's been playing better this entire you know middle of the season here. And then also on top of that, he's the first time first time we've had a, a excuse me a hundred yard rusher rusher this whole year. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I mean that's great. I mean, what did he have one hundred five or something like that? Yeah. And I mean, half of that came from that one run, but yeah. still, well, he, yeah, forty-two yards on, of that. So yeah, I mean, but but still, but still, he he was run he was running great, like like you said, and um, and that's a and, and that's just something that comes with having so many backs is it's tough for these guys to get reps and to get the the production. But this week, when we start to run the ball, I, I want I want to feed Zeus. I want to give him those chances to to get some some reps in. Obviously, you want to get those big big runs to build that confidence up. But we're going to need him later on in the season to be able to make some of those tough runs. And the guy is just getting stronger and stronger. And it, because and now he's he's so fresh <laughs> because he's been hit so little this this season because he's had so few reps. So now it, we're starting to get into the meat of the season where it's like okay. Feed your horse. I mean, I think with 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 Kendall being hurt, Zeus is our guy. We got to we got to give him the give him the rock and uh, allow him to thrive because man, it was I was get I was getting amped up there and, and obviously was super pumped that he was able to get that get that touchdown. Um, Cook had a good day too. He had that that touchdown in the beginning yeah. of the half and on a great run. I mean, was hey. was a, was. <laughs> I, I I think I'm because I am so critical of him or have been in the past. I think I'm the first person to notice whenever he has he has a good day and he did and 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 I'll give number four on offense credit and number four on defense credit. The fours were at it, baby. No, they were they were uh, they showed out today uh, on on Saturday. So. <clears throat> Run game, I'm feeling good about. I think uh, offensive line did a pretty good job when it comes to uh, giving our guys room to run and and giving us those opportunities. Because even on like the first drive, we had a, we had the turnovers and things, and I felt like we were still able to move the ball, but we just couldn't put points on the board. And it was just kind of one of those things we we would stall out. I don't know. We just we weren't weren't really firing on all cylinders, but we were able to move the ball that first drive. I was like, God bless it. We can't. We get all the way down here and can't can't put points on the board mm-hmm. and we just, we just can't have that. And so, uh, not our best day, uh, from that standpoint, but, uh, I think kind of leads into, uh, the, the conversation around the, the quarterback and, uh, like we said, not Stetson's best day, but, uh, he did, uh, he had that great ball to, uh, great ball to Kiaris. Like we said, uh, let's see, he was, 10 of 19 for uh, 161 yards, a touchdown, and two picks. I mean, unacceptable, really, in, in from what yeah. we're trying to do right now. And not good. And uh, now he, I will let me give him his props where his props were due. There was a couple times there where he got out of some situations that uh, a couple of those runs mm-hmm. where he escaped and made plays with his legs. Yep. That uh, were pivotal. I mean, they've saved our drive and allowed us to extend the extend the drive and keep going but when it came to passing the ball just not making the best decisions overall and uh what you're hearing across the across the across the, the bulldog landscape if you will is that uh, he's not giving us what we need and i i personally feel like jt 
we are going to see JT play this weekend. I mean, we're, we are going to see him play against Missouri. Is he going to start? I don't know if he'll start, but we'll definitely see him come in and play the game. Um, but I feel like th- th- there had to be – there wasn't a need to put him in to win this game. Mm-hmm. And so another week of resting him is crucial because if he gets hurt again, it's he's done. Right. And if he gives us the best chance to win, then – which we don't even know that. We don't even know if that's the case. And I'm not 100% sold on that. I mean, I do think he is a better passer. But is he going to put us in the best position to does – he, does he raise our ceiling? Probably. Um, but at the same time, we, we don't we don't know that for sure. So it's kind of yeah. one of those things. Where you're, you're kind of in a, <clears throat> a cat and mouse game. And so if we don't have to play him this past weekend with a risk of, of hurting him, I, I can see why you don't do that. But – at the same time, you, some reps against Florida could have could have been super beneficial. So you just we don't we're not in that locker room, so really we don't really know what's going on. But um, I was very much in favor of Stetson starting this game. I didn't feel like he had to play every snap, which he did end up playing every snap. Uh, but I do think you have to give. J, I, I kind of wanted to see JT come into the game, but he has to play this upcoming weekend. Uh, just to see what we've what we're working with. Yeah, it's this whole thing is is here's the deal. We we've talked about this before. We get what you know five or ten percent of the information that is you know the team sees or, or uh, digests and whatnot, and we know nothing. And at the end of the day, and the way I'll put it is Stetson Stetson. This was the worst game he's played all year, and I and I mean that. I mean absolutely he is. And this, this and he'll this tell you is, that. Yeah, he would tell you that. And and I'm I I like Stetson. I like that he's a gamer, and I like that he's a guy who everybody just says that he just does everything. I mean, like the the last two games before this, like he's he averaged over 200 yards. He had like 250 and 220 or something like that. Had no interceptions. You know, uh, five touchdowns or something like that. Like the guy this year. I mean, if you looked at that at it just statistically, and you took out the Florida game, the guy was 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 not just a game manager. The guy was playing very well. If you if your if your baseline is as a game manager is like 2019 from or something like that, which like I think that year he more or less was. I mean, I think 2018 had a great year, whatever. Blah blah blah. But 2019 was more or less, I mean, he was averaging like 175 yards a game or something like that. Like, if your baseline is that, I mean, Stetson was above that. He was not only getting the passing yards, but he was also getting the rushing yards. Is the guy a superstar? Absolutely not. Is he going to be like the next, you know, C.J. Stroud or what's it, Bryce Young or whatever? No. But, I and a lot of people are saying that we can't win a championship with Stetson. I, I don't know if that's necessarily the case with, with this defense. I mean, hell, if if Alabama can win a championship with, uh, what's that guy's name, Coker or whatever it was, uh, that was like this, like, you know, half-assed quarterback. Like, I, I think it could happen. Do I think we're in a better standing with JT? I really don't know. I, I, that's, that's my problem here is that coming in the year, I was all for, and I still am. I, I I think that JT is a better pure passer, and and I was all for him having the reins in this year. Okay, he's got this 
muscle injury that is agitating and, and can be agitated mid-game. And when we saw that against uh, Van- Vanderbilt is whenever he hurt, he hurt, you know, whatever the other muscle group was in that game. So what I'm saying is, you know, JT came in, coming in, coming in, I was like, all right, I'm all for him taking these reins and just, and just having them the entire year. And I, and I still am pulling for him to come back and all that. And I think he's a better arm talent. But I'm, I don't think – everybody thinks that it's like JT's going to get in there and it's going to be this automatic upgrade. Like our offense is going to be – he's going to be like our savior to this offense and it's going to be incredible and all that. And I just don't see it that way. Like I think – and we texted about it a little bit. Like I think that Stetson's running ability against Florida saved us from having probably – uh, at least another two or three sacks on 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 the offensive side of the ball, and I mean you, you never know. I mean that was early in the, that was in the first half. You never know if that was going to change the momentum enough to where hell if they had a short field, if they had a strip sack or whatever, because we know the JT is not very mobile. Now, and this is what I said in in my text. I don't know is is JT's throwing ability does it outweigh Stetson's running ability? And I think it does. And and and, and it, what sucks is everybody that is a Stetson or J, super pro JT over Stetson, you know I don't blame them for for wanting JT to be in there. I really don't. But anybody that there's a lot of people that are super pro JT being in there. I think Kirby's an idiot for not having him in there. Doesn't know anything about the story behind it. Apparently there's there's been some cryptic messages about there was a a, a bigger reason why JT wasn't in this past weekend, but. All these people are saying all this stuff, and it's like, I just do not believe that JT being in there is just this huge upgrade on the offensive side of the ball. It's, I, I feel like it's more of a marginal situation. And so where I am excited about JT and think he is a solid quarterback, I just don't know. I can't see him coming in having played three games this year that's all of his experience this year, and and his whole college career, he's he's only pay, played basically like a season and a half, like or so. So I just don't know, man. I just I don't know what we really have with JT, and that's what concerns me. And so I I, I want to see him if he's gonna be our guy come December fourth. I want to see him this coming week and from here on out, at least in some capacity. And if he doesn't show up this weekend. Then we know that something, <laughs> that there's something there that we don't know about that we'll probably never know about. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that if if he doesn't come out there and relatively early in the game, and and show us what uh, what, what what he's how he's feeling if he's healthy, my 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 gut is that there's still a little bit of, like there's a, a risk of health going on. I mean, there's still a little bit of like kind of concern around the, the, the if. He could he could go out there. He's 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 medically cleared, but it's kind of one of those things. It's like he can go out there if he needs to, but he probably shouldn't. And because you don't another seven days without be, being put through some game, some actual game time could mm-hmm. be huge for his health. Yeah. And if and if and if he is the guy that's going to get us to the championship and take us the distance, especially against Alabama, then I want him to have. Another like a half against Florida is not going to change that with the number of like with the time we've got left. In my opinion, um, it would help, but I don't want to risk putting him in, in, in any more risk than we need to. 
And so, if, seven, if we were going into half against Florida and it was a one or two possession game, and you know, or or if we were down, I think maybe we saw JT. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. And, and so, I'm not a Stetson hater. I, I want the guy in there that's going to give us the best chance to succeed. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm I'm not one of these guys that's, that's pissed off because, like you like you just mentioned, Stetson has done. We went into into Auburn and just beat the brakes off of them on their home field. Like yeah. people are forgetting we just did that. And Auburn has the chance to go like they control their destiny. Mm-hmm. If Auburn wins out, they go to Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that's crazy. It's <laughs> Based wild. On where, where we started and we and we beat the we beat the crap out of them at home. And so I, I think that uh I, I think that Stetson's getting a lot of unwanted, uh, a lot of un- or unnecessary hate here. I mean, I, I, it's our fan base can be so freaking fickle, and and just with the in the wind on, on all this kind of stuff. And, and so, I, my my thing is is we just beat Florida thirty four to seven. Yes, did they they are terrible and they gave us those opportunities and we took advantage of every opportunity they gave us. Yes, we did that because we are better than them. And we, and we put ourselves in positions to, to, to succeed. And J, and Stetson did not have a good day. He did not have a good day. But don't write the guy off because of um, because of that. If JT puts us in a better position, I want JT in that spot. But if Stetson has to be the guy that takes us because of whatever reason, then we got to get behind our guy. It's not like we yeah. can – it's not like – not like that's going to be any different. Apparently, Stetson knew he. They asked him after the game, and apparently, he knew relatively early in the week that he was. It was going to be his game. I mean, I think they told him pretty early on that it was going to be. I think I don't know if he said an exact day, but it was like Tuesday or Wednesday that he knew that he was going to be starting. So, um, so it, I don't think it was any kind of question to them. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I'm just kind of. I'm wanting us to, to everybody to just kind of take a deep breath and be like, okay, we, we are we are where we are. We are eight and zero. We're about to have the first college football playoff ranking out on Tuesday, and we are right. clearly the number one team in the country right now, and doing some good things. We have a bad week on offense. It's not the end of the world. Well, I I, I think what I have a problem with, and what I meant to get to uh, earlier was, I just have a problem with. They the the crowd that is just so anti Stetson and thinks JT is going to be, you know, should be in there, should have been in there, doesn't know anything about the background, the whole thing. They it they think that last this last game where Stetson with Stetson like validates their opinions on this whole thing. And I was like, dude, this is by far the worst game he's played all year. And that's what I was trying to point out earlier is the previous two games his passer rating was like. 190 and 225, you know, 190 against Auburn in in Jordan Jordan Hare, like, and no no interceptions and whatnot. I mean, the guy's not perfect, but I I think that he just gets so sucked into this whole thing about him being short, bad balls. <laughs> Finally, he had a bad ball like against Florida, like bad balls, short, like two two star prospect. Anthony Anthony Richardson had a batted ball too. <laughs> Yeah, like, I just, like, it's just so many of these little things that I'm just, like, like, it makes me actually, honestly, all this bashing of him makes me want to pull for him more because the dude just, like, doesn't care what people think. Like, and he's also, 
humble. Like he, you're talking about his press conference, and he's just like, like this is on me. Like I need to be better. And and you see that week in and week out. And I just respect a guy that works like that. Now, bottom line is, Kirby. I I I'm thinking the same way as Kirby. Kirby's going to pick whoever gives him the best chance to win a ball game. If that's JT this weekend, fantastic. I hope he throws for 400 yards. I I just don't understand why our fan base just is so like we just get so sucked into like we cannot believe one we can't believe that we are doing as well as we are but we just get so hesitant and we have to nitpick the smallest little things to say this team is like sucky here you know weakness here whatever and we can't just enjoy the ride and i just i and and i understand it i get it it's kind of like we were talking about with florida like we thought we might be in a life of be 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 lined up for a life of misery in that series or whatever uh like i was talking about earlier but like man this team is good and to be honest with you you could put you or me back there at the quarterback and may not make that much of a difference this defense might outscore their offense i don't know man i just i i'm just tired of the the bickering a little bit and and i get it like i think everybody wants to have a really good quarterback and we still have just we got screwed over by Fields. I mean, Fields just absolutely put us on a trajectory at the all, at the quarterback position that just we we just got screwed over. And so anyway, it it is what it is. I'm I'm, I'm going to get off my soapbox. Is I don't know if there's any more offensive points. Did anybody any other receivers have Brock Bowers? Is he is he? I, he's a Mackie finalist. I saw that today. I don't know if you've seen it. I don't. I haven't seen the list. So he's he's a Mackie finalist for the best tight end in the country. Um, I don't know how he's got what seven touchdowns on the on the year six or seven, dude is he's the best. I haven't seen another tight end that's been featured on anything. So he may be the he may win it. He may win it this year as, as a true freshman. <laughs> and he's probably the fastest tight end out there. I mean, without a he's, doubt, he's the man. <laughs> and uh, and so uh, Darnell had a had a big game, big game too. He caught one ball and you could tell he was kind of. <laughs> He turned around and he kind of double clutched because he's kind of like, "Oh God, there's nobody around me." <laughs> yeah, <I saw laughs> that. yeah, he kept yeah. going, and uh, and and so that was obviously the awesome to watch. And um, <clears throat> got Roseman Jack Saint back in there a little bit. He cramped up uh, on that one kickoff, mm-hmm. uh, that kickoff, and uh, but so it was good to see him out there playing again. Kiris obviously catching catching the touchdown pass. Really waiting on to see. Burton, if we're going to be able to see him get out there, is Arian Smith going to show back up? I mean, there's a lot of names that we heard are we're going to get some playing time, but guys never really targeted. I mean, some of that was Stetson not having his best day, so it's going to be this weekend. Are we going to be able to see some of these guys come out and make some plays? I I want to air it out a little bit this weekend. I want I want to let let it fly some, kind of get some, throw some balls downfield, just give our guys some some reps in that that regard. Just just be able to do that. We did a lot of checking down this week. And Florida played us well. I mean, Florida Florida covered us, didn't give us many opportunities, but uh, really want to want to see that this upcoming weekend. Um, I do want to move on to special teams. Um, man, we cannot rely on Pod Lesney for nothing. So that's one issue with going into these games right now, where three points can make a huge difference, especially when we're not putting up a ton of points on the board. Uh, we don't have to, but if we get into one of these games where a team's able to put up 24 so points against us or whatever the case is, uh, we, we're not going to be able to rely on Pot. Uh, he's not he's not there. 
and um, I don't know what it is, uh, what's going on there. But I mean, it's 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 it, he's a kicker. It's mental issues. I I don't understand it. I've never understood it. You have one but, job. Well, and and Kirby said something today about the wind, and he shouldn't have put him in that spot on one of those kicks. And it's like, no, it doesn't matter. I mean, he he missed that one, that first one. He just missed it. I mean, from the start, it wasn't even close. And then that one short yardage one, he barely hooked it in. And it was, um, it would just anyway. We got to figure out something from the from that side of the from that standpoint and, and figure out what's going on there. But I will uh, I will say at least he did not miss the Florida kicker missed like what was it twenty yarder they were on like oh, the yeah. fifteen or twenty or twenty five <laughs> yarder. <laughs> I laughed so, so much. <laughs> oh man, it was it was great. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to wanted to kind of throw that out there. Um, didn't know what other thoughts you had about the game because I really want to talk about the position that Dan Mullen is in right now. We're already at 50 minutes, and I want to make sure I, we dedicate a little bit of time to uh, to, to him and, and why we love him so much. Yeah, go ahead. Not no, we're. I mean, hey, we're, at this point, we've 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 covered enough. Let's uh, go ahead and uh, just crap on Dan. Well, uh, Dan lost this weekend, 34 to seven. In case you forgot, <laughs> and. Um, his fan base, ooh, are they not happy? They are no. super pissed, <laughs> yeah. and uh, a lot of people calling for his head, and uh, are not excited about uh, about the trajectory of their program down in Gainesville. And he was starting to give. I don't know if you watched. Did you watch his press conference after the game? Uh, no, I didn't. I, I, I saw, I've seen some bits and pieces. Well, he, he made uh, – somebody started asking him something about basically their season so far, and he started to make some type of reference around a game of tug-of-war and how it's important about holding on to the rope tight, and if you let go, you basically you lose. And he was just like – he went on this about three-and-a-half-minute soliloquy of why being – not letting go of a rope during tug of war is important. I was like, well, that's a good point. If you are playing a game of tug of war, you shouldn't let go of the rope. And I'm just sitting there thinking, what the heck is going on <laughs> with this guy? He just got his tail whooped, and he is trying to make metaphors. How about is he tug not being hounded by his beat riders? Like, if I'm a oh, he is. <laughs> I, I I just don't understand. Like, I mean, I'm talking about like mid press conference. Like, I would just, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of journalists in general, but like if that was my job and be like, bro, you, you you need to give me some answers. You need to give everybody some answers. Because if you're just jumping around like this, you're looking like a fool. Which he is he, he is a fool. He's an idiot. Well, and I love it. That was great. It's wonderful. That's why we all that's what we talked about last week. We were like, you know what? He got that contract extension and we were all super pumped. And everybody's like, why are, Why is George excited about Dan Mullen getting a contract? And it's like, have you not seen Dan Mullen? <laughs> have you not seen <laughs> who he is? And yeah. the fact that, that – so this today, and it, and some of it's kind of being taken out of context, but at the same time, not really. He was asked a question about recruiting, and his comment was basically, we're in the middle of the season. We'll talk about recruiting after this season. And it's like – Literally after Kirby goes on the most majestic recruiting rant after we beat yeah. the heck out of Florida, and how much he believes in recruiting, every, like you never take a time off. Like he literally, he literally, recruiting. he literally said seventy. If you break down, he he broke down the percentages. He said that twenty five percent of coaching is evaluating potential recruits, fifty percent is 
recruiting, and then 25% is coaching. So he yeah. dedicates 75% <laughs> of head coaching to recruiting. <coughs> and Dan Mullen don't have time for it until after the season. Yeah. And well, that, he, he literally said it wasn't even like a after the season. He's like, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about recruiting when it's time for recruiting, like, you know, like when it's recruiting period or whatever. Like almost like he doesn't think about it until it's it's at, like it is off season. Well, and 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 I don't, and truly deep down in my heart, I don't think that he has he completely ignores recruiting. He literally has guys out on the trail while that was that press conference is being recorded. He was but just at so the same pissed. Time, but he, yeah. but exactly, and so obviously it was perfect timing, which just adds gasoline to the fire. I mean, yeah. it's it's nitrous at this point. And I am just, I'm sitting back at that little meat. It's that little uh, gif of Kirby eating popcorn with that high school. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, that's, that's me right now because, man, this is it's beautiful to watch. And they are reeling right now. And so earlier I sent this to you guys a while ago. Uh, one of my uh, other buddies sent that to us. And um, I think my buddy Jake sent it to me that he is, uh, no one else could, uh, no, only Mullen had a press conference today. Todd Grantham didn't have his press conference. They canceled it, and they are uh, they have a press conference scheduled for later in the week. And so, probably Grantham's getting canned. And so uh, that's more than likely what it is. And so uh, Mullen's got to have a sacrifice. The Gator Nation wants mm. blood, <laughs> and well, so he's going to give them blood, even though Florida's defense was actually pretty good this past weekend i mean actually yeah, for, showed for, up for 27 minutes of the game yeah the first yeah. 27 minutes they played pretty well well and you look at their season and actually if you think of if you look at how many turnovers that they've had offensively from the uh the the quarterback that is being coached by the quarterback whisperer the you look at their their defense and they have been put in the worst situations all season long and Grantham not being the greatest defensive coordinator has been in the just been given the worst hand uh, every week, and so. But that's not what people are looking at. They're looking at, they're just looking at what they see, and they're not smart enough to see the difference. So. Well, it's you know, I don't feel bad for either one of them. Oh no, <laughs> if no, no, Todd, no. If Todd Grant, <laughs> if Todd Grantham gets canned, then good riddance. You know, I wish he would stick around there for a little bit longer. Uh, but then, uh, yeah, I, 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 I think that Dan Mullen, you're right. There has to be some sort of sacrifice. And I told you this before we started recruiting. I think if he loses one more game this year, I don't know what their schedule looks like from here on out. But, I mean, if he loses one more game, he may be out of there. And, and, and because there, that's not a, it's not a administration. It's not a, uh, a, a group of boosters that has any kind of patience for this. I mean, they gave, uh, I think they probably gave, uh, what's his face? Um, why am I blanking on his name? He's on our staff now. <laughs> no, uh, uh, Christian Robinson. No, 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 no. Our <laughs> defensive analyst. Oh, why our I, defensive, Muschamp. Muschamp. Yeah. Golly. Why am I blanking on his name? You know, they gave Muschamp like a, de- a decent leash and that's probably as far as it goes. And I think Dan Mullen, just the way that he acts and the way he takes no blame whatsoever, never puts any of it on himself, I think that that just rubs everybody wrong. And I, I wouldn't be surprised. So they, they play – they got a pretty easy schedule from here on out. But they lost at South Carolina this coming weekend. 
<laughs> oh man, I could totally see him being out. I mean, hell, Florida State's an improving team. I could also see them losing to them. I mean, by that point, last game of the season, rivalry game, they're going to be, they may be in shambles. Hell, he may be gone before them, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if, if they lose to Florida State and he's out after that. So, um, anyway, uh, Cousin Eddie, aka Dan Mullen, dude, I I hope he stays there as long as it, I hope they win out so that he'll stay there. I hope he gets a you know nice uh, eight and four season and uh, yeah. Never thought we'd we'd be cheering for Florida to win out for the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good point. That's a very good point. But uh, but anyway, it's uh, it it's been it's been just a heck of a. Uh, we're recording this on a Monday. Um, I can tell you the last uh, probably 60 hours have just been remarkable. Just absolutely incredible. I have thoroughly enjoyed my time and uh, just love just love uh, re- reading everything and, and consuming everything that I can about this because it's been it's been beautiful to see. But um, but as we kind of start looking, uh, so we have clinched. The East, the East is, is is determined, and we know that we're, we're going in. The West, on the other hand, wow, mm. this is mm. uh, this is getting super interesting. And so mm-hmm. we have everybody has just slated us to play Bama. That's not guaranteed. No, no, it's not. And we we talked about it a little bit earlier, but <clears throat> we've got basically three three teams in the running, and and I only say that because. I, I don't know if there's a chance that Ole Miss could do it now. Uh, I think they've lost the wrong games, and they're pretty uh, they're pretty banged up too. They're very banged up. They're just kind of at this point they're in a they're in a bad spot for their season. But you've got Auburn. If Auburn wins out, aka that I mean they win their next like I think you know two or three games, and then they beat Alabama. Excuse me, Alabama on the last weekend of the season. Then they're in they're in Atlanta. You know, a team that we beat. What do we beat them? Thirty four to ten. Uh, Thirty seven to ten. Um, Alabama, you know, Alabama is is a very good team this year. I, I think that the loss to Texas A&M, it is, I look at it the same way that some of their past losses have been. I mean, they're still a very good team. But, I mean, you look at the Ole Miss, Ole Miss losses back in the day, Texas A&M losses back in the day, you know, some of these random losses that they have. And I think it's, it's very similar to that. Now, Auburn is an improving football team. I mean, we beat their tail, but they played pretty well over the last few games and had a little bit of momentum. Now, I'll just say this. That game's in Jordan-Hare when they play Alabama in the Iron Bowl. If they Auburn plays Texas A&M this weekend, if they beat Texas A&M, I think they're going to be riding high going in that game, and I would not be surprised if they beat Alabama in that game. Um, either way... I, I love that there's a little bit of I love that we've one clinched our side of the division I mean, our side of the conference and two that there's actually a competitive side of that SEC West this year. This is the first time in forever. It's it's been it's been wild to see because this weekend you, we've got a great game Auburn uh, and A and M are playing. You mm-hmm. got and you got Alabama and LSU when the spread is twenty nine points right now <laughs> maybe the best i mean the the largest has ever been oh I, yeah. no I, I, when when did you ever think that it was going to be that big what what was the spread again 20 29 29 29 <laughs> points and the only reason people aren't talking about that is because our spread against missouri is what 37 38 i mean it's started out at 39 i mean it's just just stupid and um 
And so, the, and then t- Kentucky and uh, Tennessee are going to play this weekend, which is going to be great for us to get another look at Tennessee and, and see what is Tennessee actually made of. What are we actually looking at with them? Because they've got that, they've got that hurry up, hurry up, fast offense, uh, kind of a not really an air raid, but just they they've got Hooker, I think is his name, and um, so they they're a rising team. They're playing playing good ball. Haven't had great competition, but they're they're playing better. Um, playing the best that Tennessee's played in a long time. So a lot of good games this weekend, but man, that West, it's going to be, it's nice to watch them just start to beat each other up before they make it to Atlanta. (laughs) Yeah. So we had, we had our gauntlet here at the, in the, the first half of the season. And, um, and so we're kind of going into the, going into the back half here on the last third and uh, against a Missouri team that is just reeling, we're, we're about we were about to finish the whole thing and not even talk about the game we have this weekend at noon against Missouri. <laughs> well, just real quick, I, I I did want to point out that that you know the three teams I think that are in it for the SEC West, obviously Alabama still in the driver's seat, but got that clash with Auburn and the Iron Bowl. But then Texas A and M, you know, they lost to Mississippi State. I, I think it was a couple of weeks ago. Um, they lost to Mississippi State. Should have never happened. But they're they should have never lost. If they lost had not lost to them, they would very much so be in the driver's seat. Because I don't. I think their remaining schedule. They they got Auburn at home, and then their remaining schedule. Let me let me take a look at this. Yeah. So they play at Ole Miss, and then they play Prairie View A and M, and then they play at LSU, which obviously everybody knows LSU is usually a team that's reeling this year. So anyway, I. I just going back to it, it's just so funny to see Texas A&M be such a hype team and then lose the, a game that they should have never lost. I think it was it was the week after they played Alabama or something like that. No, they anyway. they lost they lost to Arkansas and A&M back to back. So they hadn't really had their, their season was pretty rough. Like they barely beat Colorado. They uh, go into Arkansas and Arkansas beats them twenty to ten. Mississippi State beats them twenty six twenty two, and then they um, then they beat Alabama. So Alabama's not even looking at them, and they yeah. show up big. And uh, that was it. At, uh, and and uh, then they've dominated Missouri and they dominated South Carolina. So it's just like, dude, you got one at least one slip up. I mean, obviously the Arkansas game is one thing, but anyway, that is all to say, I'm excited to see what comes out. But everybody knows what the obvious answer is there. Everybody knows that Alabama very well could just run the table, and then we meet them uh, December in early December, and uh, have a you know another clash of the titans there. So anyway, chance I'm I'm looking forward to it. Well, I don't know. You know, at this point, I've seen I have not seen a winning game for the dogs in that stadium since 2017. I don't know if I'm going to try to go or not, but we'll 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 get to that point uh, <laughs> later in another episode. Um, what are, what what are your initial thoughts coming? To, I don't know if you've seen much of Missouri play. I really I myself I've watched a lot of college football, and I'm one of those guys that I'll watch the noon games, three thirty. I watch the night games, and I watch the the past the night games or whatever. Sometimes, what's what have you seen from Missouri? Do you know anything about them? <laughs> <laughs> the last time I really watched them play was when they had that late that game early in the, the season against Kentucky. And um and I've I've watched some highlights of them since they played they played Vandy close this weekend, um mm-hmm. so they they beat they beat Vandy. Let's look what what um let's look at what that was. They they're they're bad. They're three and four right now, and um 
they're just they're not really good at football. Um, Thirty-seven to twenty-eight against Vandy, so that was great for them. They beat North Texas, uh, forty-eight to thirty-five. Um, people are putting up a lot of points against them, uh, and so I think their for defense us, is, is god awful. They went and played Boston College. That is one game that I was uh, interested in. And that score, they netted a total of 75 points between the two of them and lost. They lost to Boston College. And they're, so if you, they're, if they're you, not good. If you, look at, if you look at them, though, they've, they've been putting up, I mean, against A&M, they, only, they put up two touchdowns. Uh, but they're putting up some points. I mean, they're not having, so against, well, never mind. This is just, this is pitiful. Um, <laughs> they're not they, putting up points against uh, I, 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 at least a defense. Decent defense, right? Well, they they put uh, up four touchdowns against Kentucky in that for that game, that second game of the of the season. But they're they're you're right. They're they're just they're, a lot. I'm sure a lot of these are garbage time scores. I mean, they're they're just not a good team, and so they're they're closer um, to Vanderbilt than they are Kentucky, in my opinion. Yeah, that's a good that's a good way to put it. Uh, we we need to uh, we need to handle them obviously very very quickly. But I would like for us to be able to give some guys some reps that haven't. I mean, we've, we do we probably do one of the best jobs in the country of rotating guys uh, across the board and, and putting guys in that for uh, to, to be able to, to to give them a chance to even in big games. I still want to continue to do that. I'd like for us to try to open it up a little bit on offense. Try to try to try get some guys. Some we've had we're starting to get healthy again. I want to see some. We need some guys to get some reps. I want to ha- I want to try to have a lot of a lot of uh, run a lot of plays. I want to get get our guys some opportunities. So um, let's 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 do some let's do some fun stuff offensively. But obviously, we don't want them to sniff our side of the field uh, when it comes to defense. And I don't think our guys will. My my one concern is is it's another noon game. This is not going to be Arkansas environment. This is one of those times that if you come out sleepy and you come out shaky, uh, yeah. it can be. Uh, they can put up two scores on you quick if you're not paying attention, and we get beat deep and. Um, because they're they're going they they literally have nothing to lose. I mean, there's yeah. nothing nothing for them. That they're they're going to throw everything they've got at us. Because if they can catch us uh, moving, uh, dragging our feet, coming out the coming out the gate, uh, we may have because we've we've led. I think I sent y'all a text. There was that graphic somebody said that we have been behind. We have been trailing for eleven plays this season, uh, which is just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so you just don't want to you and I, and I don't think we will. I think our guys, we keep talking about it. Our guys are super focused right now. Our guys are disciplined, even though we didn't have a good week this past week. Defensively, we're we're so good defensively that um, we just show up and and we'll, we'll we'll take care of business. But you just don't want to get caught behind the sticks on these guys, and and they they just they throw everything they have at us. Well, you know, I also think about when we were in college. I, I guess it was our senior year. Uh, which was a not not the best football season we've ever had, but uh, 2013 when we played them, uh, it was a noon game. Uh, I'll never forget it because uh, we we had we had we had done some partying the night before or whatnot, and this is the only time this ever happened to me. But I woke up I think at like 11 or 11:30 or something like that, and I was like, "What happened?" <laughs> <laughs> and, and y'all probably tried to wake me up at some point or something. I don't know what happened. But anyway, yeah, I just remember I was like, I still was only like 15 minutes late. I was like hauling tail down Baxter. But I was like 15 minutes late. They, they Like a, few, a little bit of game time or whatever. But I showed up late to the student section that day. But it was 
Same thing as me that day we came out, we were flat. I mean, we we just – and we got our tail whooped. And that team, that Missouri team, ended up going to the, uh, the to, to Atlanta. So it was a little bit different, uh, a lot more talent that, that time around. This team, I just – I'm not afraid of – on our end, us coming out flat, I'm not afraid of them. They have no weapons. I mean, Basilak is like a pretty good quarterback. That Beatty running back is pretty solid as well. They just have – their offensive line is not very good, and their defensive line, the front seven on the defensive side of the ball, that's one thing I'll say. I, I know they've let up a lot of points. There's good reason. They're, this is not, you know, Missouri normally has, or historically has had at least like one or two solid, either a solid outside linebacker or solid interior defensive lineman. You know, you got the guys that, that have, have been, you know, top one or two round draft picks or whatnot, and they just have nobody. There's not a single guy on their defense that that is worth talking about. So, um, yeah, I'll say this <clears throat> is one of those games I don't worry about. But then, you know, of course, we get a little nervous right beforehand. But this is uh, the game that we are taking uh, Austin and Aubrey's kids to. So, if if that's the way to put it. So anyway, it'll be it's going to be a fun experience. We're going to have a, good, a lot of fun with it. Well. Um... Let's just go get a W. Let's take care of business, and then enjoy the the rest of the afternoon, watching some uh, watching some football, and um, and, and just I, I would like to be done around one o'clock, uh, <laughs> around twelve thirty, twelve forty five, and and it be and it be the game already be wrapped up at that point. So um, that's yeah, that's, a, that's a, a nice a similar game to uh, when we played Vanderbilt would be pretty nice. In the end of the first quarter, up twenty. Well, we were up twenty one and nothing at the point, or twenty four. I think it was twenty eight. I think we scored twenty eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you know, I think JT's stat line on that game was like nine for 10, 150 yards in the first quarter. So anyway, uh, yeah, man, I, I'm not concerned about this game. I know we keep saying stuff like this, but it's just the funny thing is. This is one of those games I have not I'm I have not been concerned about in a long time. I'm much more concerned about Neyland the following weekend. I guess there's a little bit of a look ahead here, but I can't even factor that much into it. I, I just think that our defense is so good that Missouri's not gonna push the ball and and like I said, we could put we could put Jordan Davis back there at quarterback and be probably be pretty good. It's not um, a terrible idea to begin you with. You know, I might I might as well send I'm gonna send Kirby an email about that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, man, you gonna be at the game? That's the plan. We're getting uh, getting up there. Hopefully, get up there Friday and a good time, and uh, gonna go cheer the dogs on. Love it. I love it. Well, hey, go dogs, brother. Hey, dogs on top. Oh. Recruit. <laughs> oh.